Please pray with me. Lord Jesus, you are Lord over all. You have conquered every enemy that could ever assail us, and you have won that victory and established your lordship over all. And Lord, we celebrate your victory and we celebrate your majesty and your kingdom. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that tonight in every heart that reign would rule and set people free from their entombment to the glory of your name and to the delight of their lives. We pray it, Lord Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's hard to stop once we've started, right? Thank you, Jesus. I just, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is not a normal sermon. This is just where I, 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 I feel like the Lord hits a note, and I just want to hang with that note for a little while. And yes, it is an alleluia note. So it's, a, it's an incredible ringing tone in my heart for all of you to enjoy tonight. And um, I was thinking about the gospel passage a little bit today. Um, and the thing that I, I noticed, and you even heard Father Steve and the way he emphasized it, um, they were wondering how the stone is going to roll away. Very large. <laughs> and I, I, I thought, that's how I feel about so many things in my life. So many things that are actually a problem in my life or a problem in other people's lives that I care about, they feel very large at times. And you can think about how the women must have felt. First of all, God bless these women. Because once again, like at the cross, with the exception of John, the beloved disciple, it's just the women that are coming. And so there's something about their hearts that are first of all willing to come in the midst of their despair. Is despair your big gigantic stone? I mean, they've lived in one day of aftermath of the worst thing that possibly ever could have happened to them because they thought they had the solution to all their problems in Jesus and he was gonna be a political king and get into their money situation and get into all the things that a king and a power person could do and that's not what happened. In fact, the opposite happened. He died, all those hopes and dreams, those were dashed. And it's because something else far more wonderful was about to happen. But they actually came in their place of despair. They, they, were li- they had to live in a day, a, a Sabbath, one Sabbath day between the horror of Friday and then what's gonna happen, and they come. They actually come. I th- give thanks that all of you here tonight have come, even though I know for some of you it's probably hard. I know for sure a lot of times, especially on a service like this, there is resistance. Do you ever feel that when you feel like the Lord on the one hand is trying to get you to go somewhere and do something, go to this service perhaps, and yet things come up and get in the way? Like Jeannie, my wife, my dear wife, we almost always had arguments on Sunday morning before church. (laughs) And we, we began to realize the enemy doesn't want us to come. So I praise God that you are here because you came no matter what was in your lives right now, no matter what that affliction was, no matter what that attack was, and it probably does feel like a really big stone in your life, right? I just give thanks that you're here because you've already begun to experience and to glimpse what our first witnesses began to glimpse. 
because that very large stone was rolled away. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to figure anything out. They were trying to, how do we get this taken care of? Maybe we'll see somebody who tends to graves who's really strong that can help us with that. And in fact, it's already taken care of. The stone has already rolled away. And it's clear that it's an angel that's done it. It's very clear throughout the gospel witness that this young guy, kind of in our parlance, we think, oh, that's just some guy wearing a white garment. Uh-uh. It's actually, it's actually an angel. And the powers of heaven have broken in to the place of our gravest, and I mean that intentionally, the grave despair that lurks behind every fear that we actually have. I love one of the lines from our songs tonight. We're no longer slaves of, of fear. Because if that's the stone in our lives, the Lord has already rolled it away. He's already arranged for it to be rolled away, and he's on the move. He's actually gone ahead of you to Galilee into your life situation already. He's already in your life situation to show you more about how his resurrection light is going to burst on the scene there too. And he does that for the disciples. He shows them that the stones that were in their hearts of resistance, that were in their hearts of fear, in their hearts of despair, have been rolled away. Even Thomas, his heart of doubt, was rolled away, and he began to see Jesus. He even said, my Lord, my God. I love one of the lines of the song uh, that Leif just sang when we were beginning to realize he's alive, and John says it first. When he and Peter go to the tomb, John actually believes, even though he doesn't get to see Jesus until a little bit later. He actually sees him with his eyes, and Jesus eats some food, so he's really alive. This wasn't just imaginary. It was, he's really alive. If you doubt that, there's a great book by Lee Strobel called The Case for Christ. It's a really good book. But he's really alive, and they bear witness to that. But he believed even before he saw. He trusted, and then later that day he saw. And these ladies, even though they're afraid, and by the way, they're not afraid because they might get in trouble at this point. They're afraid because they know they've just encountered something of God and something of his, his presence and his holiness because there's an angel there. And they know that something otherworldly of a different realm has entered into their lives, and it's actually caused them to tremble. That's the great expression throughout scriptures of what happens when you encounter God and things of God. I guess I just want to leave all of us with the fact that no matter what is in your lives, it's difficult. Tonight is the night when the sun has risen and this is a light that will never be extinguished and the stone has been rolled away, even the very large ones. You might feel like this is too large for me to deal with. The Lord's already dealt with it. It's just a matter of you catching up in real life with what's, with what's happened. Are you tracking with me? Because he's alive and he's already handled it. You just need to go into the world and go into your lives. Galilee, it's called the wheel of the world. That's what it means. Just go into your lives and discover it. You know that right now. There's an angelic witness here tonight and I'm here to tell you, and I happen to be in white, but I'm not an angel. <laughs> but I am telling you, he is risen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, um, bring this truth home. Bring your word that you are alive. And you have rolled away the stone, the great stone. 
You have conquered sin and fear and death and the devil. Every single dark thing has been scattered by your light. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that in faith we would just bring the remnants of darkness in our hearts this night into your light. And Jesus, that we would say yes to you, that we would receive you if we don't know you. They'd be renewed in you and your light if we have wandered and permeate every corner of who we are, Lord Jesus, with your divine and tremble-causing light that we might have joy inextinguishable to the praise of your name, to the healing of our souls, and to the witness that the world is crying out to hear. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.